from the F3 Nation podcast studio. I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the COT podcast. Connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith. I'm Sean McKinley, 40 Denali. Denali. Yeah, Scott Gordon. Happy Denali. Denali. Trick Denali. Denali. 30. Bogey. Bogey. 46. Turnpike. Turnpike. COT podcast starts right now. Shut up and sit down. Once again, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. It is your boy, Hello Kitty, riding shotgun this week with my man, Jamie Vance Roseboro, better known across the F3 gloom as Rapido. And it is officially Thanksgiving week as we oh. sit here and record. And my brother, I am thankful for your mug. What's well, up? the feeling is mutual, as you well know. But yes, yes it is Thanksgiving week. Possibly YHC's favorite week of the year, to be quite honest. It's a good week, isn't it? It's a good week. Usual top to bottom. COVID be damned. That's my new saying. I said it last week on the show. Um, COVID be damned. I'm going to celebrate this national Uh, day of thanks, week of thanks. Yes, as well you should. I'm looking forward to gluttonous eating. Uh, But then again, I know we got Bones coming on the show here in a few minutes, and he's going to likely bring us down a peg or two as we yeah. prepare for that. Uh, so just something to get ready for. And I know, uh, he's the queen to my king for, in times. That's right. You got plans, uh, <laughs> big plans for the week. You staying home or you y'all heading to the mountains or what? What's happening? Brother, I've got a stage five DEFCON four cluster F of magnitudes going on in the Rapido household. A lot happening these days. Yeah, we've got a possible COVID sitch. We are awaiting test results, and that will determine whether or not we can head to the mountains. I was supposed to have already have been there since like Sunday night or um, yesterday morning, yep. and um, we're just obviously going to be abiding by all the measures we're supposed to be if yes, sir. we find out we've got to uh, to hang back. So. Um, I had we'll plans be praying to for, we'll be praying for, uh, for good news on that front. And, you know, this is, this is the season of life right now. These are the different seasons that are now thrust upon these men as we navigate, uh, these waters and, and, uh, and get moving in that direction. It was good to spend uh, a couple hours with you on Saturday, a 6.97 mile by my Dude, I was so, I was so bummed when I saw that. So I left my watch on the counter charging on my way out the door that morning. And so I said, tag me. And I had to run because we had a Full day oh, do I still and, need uh, to send you that Strava? Do you, do you no, know? no, no. Uh, Parker did, and as well yeah. as I think Flinderson. And I saw at 6.9, I'm like, you guys are killing me. You're supposed to be able to look right at the end of the thing and say, do I need to do two loops around this parking lot and uh, hit the seven ski? But uh, I know tourists great morning. stopped the watch at the very first moment possible. Had I known it was 6.97, I mean, I could have taken 10 extra steps, I suppose, to get us It was to good, the but you called... But I also uh, know that there are guys looking at that, and it's giving them a panic attack, and I take some solace in that and i know that's a sadistic way to approach things but i like it we do have a few who shall rename name remain yes. nameless yes. that uh would have been doing that yeah i guess i'm one of them but yeah you called a burner on the night before or day we before were cooking said, baby we were moving hey let's get some miles under the feet and um 
Yeah, we, we moved out. It was beautiful morning. But I felt like we were moving quick. And with you and with Parker out there, a couple of long-legged sons of bees, it takes me three steps for your two. So it felt <laughs> like a burner for me, and it likely felt like a Saturday jaunt for you guys. But that's fine. Yeah, no, it's great. I love the I love the high tempo, high miles for Big a couple fan. hours. Big it fan. sets the weekend off well yes, for for your yes, boy. Sir. Yes, sir. I love it. We got a few news tidbits to get to, as well as a him doing him stuff report from Gobbler. We also have Bones waiting in the wings, a live appearance for the first time in the history of the COT podcast. You get to hear the voice of F3 Bones dropping those wellness tips for you on a weekly basis, but we thought cool on this Thanksgiving week to bring him on live, so we'll get to him in a few moments. I want to draw your attention to last week's Roundtable podcast. Listen every week, but for those of you gearing up for the 10-year anniversary celebration Whatever the heck it's going to look like in January in Wilmington. Extravaganza. Extravaganza, worship service, fitness, fellowship, and faith, all of that jam-packed into a weekend. Uh, The guys were on uh, the Roundtable podcast last week, Gravity, Beauty, the two guys queuing the thing down in Cape Fear. And there is still a lot of questions swirling around what the heck is this thing really going to look like? I feel like we've tried hard over the last few weeks to paint the picture. We had those two gents on the COT, but they got into even more detail about it on Roundtable. And I think specific to how they're going to be adhering to uh, any and all protocols related to COVID-19 and this ongoing pandemic. And so I would highly recommend you guys set some time aside if you haven't already and listen to Beauty and Gravity check in with the Grand Tan C-SPAN on the Roundtable podcast. And as we're talking about Thanksgiving week here and everyone's preparing for either their Thursday morning beatdown or having to burn off uh, the calories that you will intake on Thanksgiving Day. We've got a great opportunity for you men to do so in either a 5K or 10K virtual run. So if you remember a few weeks ago, we announced Joe DeSena, the founder of Spartan Races, will be the keynote speaker at the 10-year. Going to be an epic, epic moment. Yep. We're sure. I'm excited about it. So yep. what we've also done is we're looking for more opportunities to expand our uh, our presence, to get more folks to know about us. And one of the ways is finding opportunities to partner up with organizations like Spartan, or if you did not know, they acquired Tough Mudder this year, kind of at the front end of COVID. Tough time to do that. We know in the long run, uh, we hope that that'll all work out well for them. But one of the things they wanted to do was set up what they're hoping to do, this just massive virtual uh 5K, 10K, virtual turkey trot, Thanksgiving weekend. Mm -hmm. And so we've launched out a partnership with Tough Mudder uh, where guys can sign up through F3. It's totally free. There's no charge to sign up for this 5K or 10K. Uh, And we just think it's a great way to lock shields with those guys and help them out this weekend. And so uh, we have just tweeted from at F3COT podcast Twitter handle, the link where you can sign up for that. If you haven't, you're going to run a 5K or a 10K this weekend anyway. Everybody's trotting. I mean, you're not doing it right if you're not doing some sort of turkey trot somewhere. Or murder bunny new friends over at Tough Mudder and sign up and, and do it together that way. So check out the Twitter handle and uh, we'll drop the sign up link in the show notes as well. So you guys can get signed up for that. We are headed to Ocean Isle Beach to just unplug, I think, for the weekend is our Good. plan. But I've already just, uh, uh, set aside my 10K route 
nice and flat, baby. We gonna yes, get yes. some PRs. Add a little bit of a little bit of jelly around there. I might just do four or five laps around Bass Lake up at up in Blown Rock, which Bass is a flat too. little maybe a little more trail. elevation for you, my friend. Well, I'm gonna stay on the flat land right around the lake. Not yes. a lot of elevation around the lake. I like um, the sound of that. But uh, you know, I don't think I was necessarily tracking that that acquisition of Tough Mudder was earlier this year, right yes. when COVID began. So tough, right? Yeah, so, I mean, I think we. Can. I think I think we'll be obviously bounce back in a number of, of ways, and and that'll be one of them. I mean, for sure. we did a grow ruck in Louisville, and everybody wore a mask for sixteen hours, sucking through it. So yep. it can be done if it's got to be done. It that can way. be done, and we're going to find ways to do it. And our thought was, why don't we one lock shields with our friends over there and, and help them out a little bit and show them how the F three guys can rally up. And again, too, you know, as we go through this growth and expansion, right? Do, do you men listening? believe that F3 has made a positive impact in your life. Check, Roger, right? Mm -hmm. Do you believe we should try to get it to as many possible sad clowns as we can? Check, Roger, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to take us thinking outside the box and exploring ways to partner up with like-minded organizations to get our name out there to more. And I think that's one of the hopes that we're going to try to pursue with these things with Spartan. Uh, again, this race, this uh, turkey trot this weekend, no cost, right? Sign up, do it, let's rock and roll. Absolutely. You're going to have to run anyways, fellas. Yeah. Okay. Not exactly a caloric deficient week. No, on sir. The horizon. No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> hey, speaking of turkeys. Speaking of turkeys. We got one in the nation. We got the nation's turkey who has designed some sort of hellacious. This has been, my brother, has this been the year of challenges? It oh, easily has. This is what happens when packs sit at home on their rumpuses <laughs> and then just brainstorm all day. So perhaps you've heard about this, but the nation's gobbler has got a challenge that he's throwing down for anybody interested. So it's going to take about 90 minutes. Uh, and here is an update from him as to what will be in store for you if you sign up for the Gobbler Challenge. And uh, JVR, did you see the back and forth between Gobbler and the aluminum packs on the Twitters? Well worth the price of admission to see those, <laughs> that back and forth. I did, I did. I saw the whiteboard, the whiteboard too. Somebody was like, right. can you post a picture of the whiteboard? Here's what we got. On there. The Nation's like Turkey is going to tell Donald you. Donald Talk Coming up with it. It's, uh, it's a great way to disseminate information quickly. Uh, here's the nation's turkey talking about the gobbler challenge and being the him that he is, he pivots and he's got a him doing him stuff report too. So let's check in with him. Wouldn't expect anything less. Yep. What's up, hello, Kate and Rapido. Gobbler here from Tacoma. Just letting you know that the gobbler challenge is up and got a video on YouTube. The link is on Twitter, Facebook, and on Slack if you want to check that out and then sign up on the Google sheet. But I got a him doing him stuff for you today. I want to do a shout out to TPS report out of Naperville. He, uh, he has taken it upon himself to do I2 and has taken this Google Sheet that has all the virtual workouts. And with the increased number of uh, COVID restrictions, a lot of guys are looking for some more virtual workouts. So he took that and he has gotten it up to date. Big shout out to him. Nobody told him to do it. He just went and did it. All right, Ms. Gobbler, I'm out. He's on Twitter at Ninja Officer. If you still want to get the details for the workout, and uh, I noticed you're missing the cover sheet on your TPS reports. So yes, we need to talk about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, and I was just going to say, I said Rum, I said Rumsfeld a minute ago, and I meant Carl Rove. Carl it's, Rove it's with, still, the, uh, well, with the white fact checking yourself. Yeah, I just on the air. I couldn't let that go. <laughs> it was burning you, wasn't it? All right, so good things happening as it relates to Thanksgiving week and knowing what's coming up for you, man, and just the thankfulness that we have here on this show for a guy that is constantly giving it away, a guy that's constantly uh, 
paying it forward and helping you guys uh, in your ongoing hunt for wellness is none other than F3 Bones, who now joins us live on the COT podcast. And Bones, you look you look wonderful, man. He you looks gotta, radiant. He's got I mean, he looked like your skincare. I'm going to ask you about skincare in a, in a moment, but <laughs> we can see you. The, the, the men of the, the nation can't. They'll be able to hear your voice. And so we welcome you and say welcome to COT, brother. Thanks, guys. You know, as I always say, it's a, another great day for wellness. And, and today is no different. So thanks for having me. What's going on with your skincare? What are we doing here? Really very basic stuff. I, I wash it with uh, some cleansing soap and that's about it. Honestly, I always tell patients uh, skincare is a reflection of the inside health. So uh, yeah. the more What's we treat the inside good, the, the outside radiant. So let's do this, man. Before we get into and we've got some questions teed up from the packs, uh, you know, you uh, diligently provide just incredible reports for us on a weekly basis. And one of those things where it kind of just just happened, you know, out of calling in and, and giving a little nugget. And then we're like, man, this is really good, yeah. useful stuff. And I think you've kind of hit your stride on it. Before we jump into these questions, just tell us a little bit about yourself. So maybe one, your journey to F3, and then two, your constant pursuit for wellness and how that relates to what you do in Mammon. Well, sure. Uh, so I had a chance to share a little bit about my origin story a few times on the round table with uh, C-SPAN. But long story short, heard about F3. I, I'm essentially South Charlotte, even though I'm, I'm considered the fort. Uh, so Metro and that influence was pretty well known across the region. My brother, in fact, lives a little bit closer to Metro and he started doing it, started learning about it. At the time, it was just a drive, honestly, for me yeah. uh, to, to go do that. And so as it kind of migrated south, a little bit closer to home, uh, kind of got reintroduced to it and, and came out. Uh, actually, a patient of mine was in and was talking about the group that he started working out with, and he invited me out, and uh, the rest was history. I went out and uh, enjoyed it. I was, I was that typical guy that went to the gym four or five days yeah. a week, and uh, initially, I thought, well, I'll, I'll do both, and as I started getting deeper and deeper in the F3 culture, you know, that gym membership has long been gone, so... Uh, nice. One of those things uh, I think a lot of guys can relate to. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, that's great. And uh, part of that area where, you know, is the fort the only region that crosses state lines? I mean, at this point, they got to be getting pretty darn close as to crossing up into the old North State. Uh, I love yeah, it. So, so the fort does extend into into Charlotte, North Carolina, as well as Lake Wiley. So it's kind of a it's a funny spot where I, where I reside. I'm kind of in the southernmost part of North Carolina. Yep. In fact, South Carolina borders are farther north. You can see Carowinds. Funny from dip. From, you can see Carowinds from where you yeah. are. Well, exactly. Yeah. So if you're familiar with Carowinds, uh, we're just down the street from that, from that region. So I know my wife, when she first moved here, she's from Miami, Florida, which, you know, when you, when you live in Miami, it takes seven hours to get out of state. Uh, we can cross the state line just going to the grocery store three or four times. So it's kind of a funny spot. That's beautiful, man. Well, listen, we are, uh, we're pumped to have you. Uh, listen, so this week, right, it is. It's Thanksgiving week. It's a big week for these men. You hope it's a big week for fitness, but we know it's a big week for, for sharing and family time. And with that comes, you know, the food and all those great things. So we did have a joking question from a guy saying, hey, listen, can Thursday just be my entire cheat day? But in all seriousness, Maybe a couple tips for the guys as they're gearing up for 
fitness and potentially in the morning, you know, and then knowing you got a big day of that sort of fellowship and all that second half that comes with it. What do you think? Yeah, I, you know, certainly when cheat days are, you know, talked about, a lot of times people have one conception of what it is, what it's not. And so when it comes to days like Thanksgiving, when we're never going to get with family or we're certainly going to maybe indulge in a little different of a dietary intake, yeah, it's important to have a strategy. I always tell people, you know, if you, if you fail to plan, you, you plan to fail. And so to your point, really the best thing all packs can do first thing set or Thursday morning is get up and post. Yeah. Get there, get some kind of physical activity. Anytime we can get the blood pumping, get the muscles going, speeds metabolism up, really kind of set your body up for digestion. And so I will recommend that uh, anyone get up and, and, and do something. So I know here in the fort, there's a convergence. I know down at Lake Wiley, they're doing like a turkey bowl. I'm sure all, all other regions are doing some other fun things, but uh, just get up and get that blood pumping. That would be, that would be step number one. The second is having a food strategy when it comes to joining that Thanksgiving meal. Um, first of all, kind of think of the meal as just that, a meal. So if you're doing it at lunchtime or if you're doing it at dinner time, you know, the rest of the day doesn't mean you have to be gluttonous. Right. Maybe do intermittent fasting in the morning uh, and then hit that, that lunch or dinner or just have a better sense of, of, of caloric intake on some of those other meals and then indulge in that main meal and really enjoy it. And when it comes to that main meal, um, you know, it doesn't mean you can't eat everything, but I always recommend start with your protein, start filling up on that turkey, start filling up on some of that ham or whatever you guys are serving, followed by vegetables. And usually if you start with those two things, you're gonna have less room for some of those starchy carbohydrates, pies, cookies, not that you can't eat them, it's just you might not indulge as much in those uh, if you're starting with some of those protein sources first. So that would be the food strategy. And then lastly, just remember it is a day to celebrate. So enjoy it. Don't be stressed out over it. But remember, it is one day. Don't let Thursday turn into Friday. <laughs> that there lies there lies Rapido's problem. The uh, the go. three the three thirty dinner time followed by the seven thirty sandwiches followed by the. Yeah. But, yeah. It, yeah again, right. but then Thursday turns into Friday, which turns into Christmas, which turns into New Year. And it's like, uh, right, right, uh, right. Yeah. And, and, and that's really what it comes down to. Just enjoy it. But at the same time, remember, it is a day and only a day and then kind of get back on track as soon as possible. Beautiful. Let's do a few more, not in super rapid fire fashion, but we got a couple more to get to. And I'm embarrassed because I didn't see who this one came in from. So I'm just going to credit it to Schmid lap from Fort Chiswell as we're apt to do here in the F3 nation. The weather is getting colder. How should I be prepping for the gloom differently? I think there is a different mentality as to look in the warmer months, grab your gear. And obviously you should always be doing some prep, but in these colder months, it can get on you quick. So what are your thoughts on colder month prepping for getting ready for the gloom? Well, the biggest concern is muscle injury. Uh, you know, with colder temperatures, muscles are going to be tighter. So first and foremost, if you're able to kind of get up maybe a, a few moments earlier, do some stretching in a warm environment. I know we shared a tip several weeks ago about a sauna. If you have one of those sitting around, that's always a good option to kind of get in there and, and warm up some things. But stretching and then as a cue, just be wary or, you know, ca cautious of that kind of starting out, kind of yeah. warm, warm the packs up a little bit. Don't, you know, first thing shouldn't be 25 burpees. So uh, let's kind of get out there, do some moseying, do some stretching, 
and then kind of getting into the, the little bit harder workout. And then remember, just because it's cold, you're still sweating. Uh, sometimes guys won't hydrate as much. Uh, because they don't feel the sweat maybe coming off their bodies as much as they do in the hot summer months. So just make sure that you're getting that water, uh, electrolytes if you need them, uh, amino acids, whatever that is for you. But uh, certainly hydrate. Those would be the two main things when it comes to prep in the cold. Perfect. All right. So another question we've got, and this is, you know, a time of the year where I think guys think about unplugging a little bit, recharging a little bit and using some of these, this downtime as the year winds down to, to kind of recharge a little bit. But this question was about sleep. And it says, do you believe in setting aside days to recharge or schedule a smart sack from a sleep and recovery standpoint? So sleep is super important. Uh, sleep is when our body repairs, uh, recharges. Uh, if we're not getting consistent sleep, that's, that's the first problem. Now, having said that, um, you know, some guys are getting good sleep on a regular basis. And if they're waking up feeling energetic and charged and, and they want to post, I say go for it. Uh, at the end of the day, I feel like you have to listen to your own body. Now, personally, I don't post seven days a week. I personally build in a couple rest days I, I rarely work out on the weekends. I'm pretty good about Monday through Friday type of regimen. Saturday, Sunday, it's a hit or miss. You know, if there's a seesaw or if there's something, you know, unique about the weekend, I may, I may participate. But I do use those moments to allow my body to heal. And then to kind of switch up what you're doing throughout the week. I mean, you don't have to go kettlebell swing five yeah. days a week or ruck five days a week. Um, I know in our region, there's a couple opportunities for broga and light, light jogging, just something different to, to elicit different muscles and stretch it out a little bit. But uh, yes, sleep is important. And if you find yourself maybe in a situation where you've had some rough nights of sleep or travel where you're not getting a lot of rest, then it's doing your body better, you know, more good to get the rest, then get back out in the gloom than trying to just burn it because you feel like you have to be out there. Because if you're not sleeping, you're not going to recover. You're not going to perform well. And certainly getting that is important. I've noticed the same thing when you're training for events as well in where, you know, you feel like I got to hit this training schedule. I got to get these miles. I got to do all these things. But sometimes you also have to listen to your body. So after those long Saturday runs, for me, looking for those Broga type opportunities on a Monday morning to, to get back into that week, to get the body back moving again has always been uh, important from that standpoint. Yeah, I'm a huge taper guy when it comes to that. I, I, I'm with you. You get you get in a self-pressured situation if you've got a, a specific training plan for something. Um, but I think it's really important that that shouldn't be your only guide. You're going to end up not being able to perform optimally if if you can perform at all, if your body's telling you, hey, man, you got to pump the brakes a little bit. You got to slow it down. Um, I think that's significant. Uh, I had one for you, too. Uh, bones because it seems like I hear more and more consistent guys um, either in the rucking community or the running community. It seems like more and more guys are having to deal with planar fasciitis in their feet. And there's so many different causes, right? From your, maybe the way you run, how you're running, the shoes that you're in, pre-existing injuries and things. And then everybody seems to have some different um, recommendations on healing. Some may have to go all the way to the real, you know, strict, like yank your toe back on the cord boot type situation to rolling your foot on a lacrosse ball or a frozen bottle of water. Is there any sort of 
general things you tell guys, tips and tricks on both prevention and recovery. I think, you know, staying off of it is key, but these, a lot of these guys are just not apt to, to stay off of it and try to power through it. And then it gets worse. I, I don't know. I just feel like it's becoming a more and more consistent thing, at least in our group here in Carpex. I hear people talking about it almost weekly. Yeah, so plantar fasciitis uh, is basically just inflammation of the fascia on the bottom of the foot. So itis of anything is inflammation. And so on the bottom of the foot, you have fascia that run that whole length. And unfortunately, due to overuse or strain or whatever, that can create some inflammation. And so the, the telltale sign of true plantar fasciitis is really a lot of pain when you first get up in the morning and put the pressure on your foot. Mm-hmm sitting for a long period of time. And that's because that fascia kind of shortens. And when you first step on it, it gets extended and it's mm-hmm. tear and break. And that's why it hurts. So some of those strategies already kind of alluded to like rubbing your foot on a frozen water bottle, icing it, um, anything to bring down inflammation is what's going to be a good strategy as far as kind of self care for that. Now in our office, we actually have a scanning device that looks at the arches of people's feet and that's because what people don't realize is we really have three arches in our feet, a medial, a lateral, and a transverse arch. And sometimes over time, uh, you know, those can start to break down. And if that's the case, then you're just going to get this perpetual overuse. So I know uh, podiatrists, for instance, instances, or uh, feet doctors, uh, they're, they're, they're people that can really kind of look at maybe a custom orthotic our scanning device uh, utilizes a company that creates those. And that's what I personally wear. I have pretty flat feet. And I learned a long time ago, if I don't have something in my shoes kind of supporting that. So if you're a PAX who's finding yourself getting a lot of that, that might be a, a good stretch or a good next step. But uh, rest, unfortunately, is kind of like the broken record answer that no one wants to listen to because, you know, when we're resting, we're missing out mm-hmm. at that FOMO. We want right. to get out there. Um, but uh, that would be something. And if you're in a situation where, let's say you're training for an event, it's coming up and you got to do it, you can always put a little tape on the foot, like K tape or something mm-hmm. around those arches to do the event, support those arches. And that might be something in, in the interim. But ice and rest, unfortunately, is kind of that telltale. Rice. Right. Yep. Yeah. We got one more. And I mean, this legit just came in over wow. the email wires. This comes from F3 Flenderson, and he says, and this will be our last one, Bones, we'll let you go. After this, he says, I've been working on a pretty clean diet for weeks now. This has allowed me to rediscover some naturally sweet foods to satisfy my cravings, such as fresh kiwi and dried apricots. My question is, what good foods should we be treating ourselves with for sweetness and vitamins to boot? Yeah, I mean, fruit uh, in general is kind of nature's dessert, if you will. And so when you start eliminating some of the artificial flavors and sweeteners and and copious amounts of sugar, Mm -hmm. you're going to notice those those fruits to become a lot more sweeter. I will caution about dried fruit uh, or dehydrated fruit because what you're really doing is removing a lot of the fiber and that really becomes a, a sugar bomb for a lot of people. So just, you know, be cautious of that. Not that you can't have it. It's just, I wouldn't make that your primary. Don't source. house a whole bag of dried pineapple is what you're saying. <laughs> so you mean those yeah, habanero exactly. mango slices that are so yeah. killer on the BRR or maybe just uh, in moderation? Well, yeah, no. So, so training events, special events, uh, desserts, if you're using it for that purpose, and that's one thing we just don't want to 
trick ourselves to think that we're eliciting a healthy diet if we're eating a bunch of dehydrated uh, fruits and vegetables. So I'm a big fan of, you know, the whole thing, uh, eat eat the whole fruit with the fiber, because what that does is it decreases your net carbs. Um, You know, when you have fiber in a carbohydrate laden uh, food, if you subtract the fiber, it subtracts what they call the net carbs. And that, that keeps you kind of that balance ratio of not, not over, uh, storing glucose, which turns into sugar and fat and all that kind of good stuff. So yeah, fruits are fantastic. Uh, and that is something, um, we highly recommend people to do, but be cautious. Um, one, one mistake people make when they implement more fruits and vegetables, nine out of 10 times, it's more fruits, more fruit, yeah, more vegetables. So I'm a ratio of two to one. Uh, if you're going to add fruit and vegetables two two vegetables to every piece of fruit, uh, and you're going to be safe in that way. Smart. Rapido, he said whole fruit, whole fruits and vegetables. That doesn't mean eat the entire kiwi. You still pull the skin off. But it does mean when you peel the apple for your kids, eat the, eat the skin right in front of them. It'll freak them out. Yeah, I do that all the time. That's where the good stuff is. <laughs> That's where all the good all stuff right. is. Bones, we're going to say this today. On behalf of the entire F3 Nation, all of them, we appreciate you, man. We're so thankful for your uh, for the time you put into crafting those updates for us on a weekly basis. Uh, you, we have so many guys who reach out to us and they're like, oh my God, I'm so thankful for when he's talking about, you know, vitamin D3 and, and all these different, right? So that stuff, or when you're talking about, you know, resting or icing or the sauna work, I mean, all these different things, posture, right? All these different things are little tidbits that the guys we hope can take with them every week and just start adding into that toolbox of resources. So we're incredibly grateful for you. We look forward to next week's update as we know you will be here ready for us. And, uh, and just thanks for taking some time and joining us live on the show today. My pleasure, guys. You guys are rocking it yourselves. I appreciate the COT podcast and just kind of getting plugged in with the nation on a weekly basis. So keep up the great work, guys. Can you take us out in standard Bones fashion before we let you go? Sure. This has been Bones, guys. Vet 3 Nation on their hunt for wellness. Gotta go! Mailed, period. Period. (laughs) Period. See you, Bones. We love you, man. See you. That's awesome. Awesome. What a great update from him and great to have him join us live. And I think some good substantive uh, pieces there. And I love that. See that two to one fruit to to vegetable ratio. That's an easy thing you can implement when you think about, all right, let me map out what the day is going to look like. Yeah. If I'm grabbing this fruit, all right, let me make sure I'm, let me make sure I'm balancing it out here. And I I do try to do that on the old uh, Thanksgiving meal, you know, he didn't I, I Thanksgiving too much, did he? No, not at all. And I, uh, he just told you I not patented to like slob the rest of the day. Yeah. I mean, I, and I need to hear that. Right. Yes. I, I patented the, what I call the wagon wheel method a few oh, years I back. Know how you do, you and got a little, you got a little mashed potato and gravy in the middle. That's the center of this thing, right? So you yep. have your dipping bowl. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then you just fill in all around and you alternate your meats and your veg and your you know, beautiful. sweet tater casserole and your corn uh-huh. pudding and your uh-huh. whatever else. Yeah, and it's, okay. it right. makes for a beautiful presentation, but it equals equal distribution of mashed potatoes and gravy with the bites. It's just, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hub and Listen, spoke. Man, we have got you. some incredible tea claps uh, to get to uh, on this week's show. Uh, before that, let's have the nation turn its, uh, its eyes to a tap and need you guys to hit some prayers and send some positive vibes to Pipeline and his family out of F3 Metro because he sent a note uh, asking for taps and said their six-year-old was diagnosed with Perthes disease. It's not life-threatening, 
but it's this it's this femur head uh, deteriorates due to lack of blood flow, and then it rebuilds over two to three years. So they've got some challenges in front of them for their little six year old, and and I think the biggest thing for them that's going to be hard to handle is it means no running and no sports and some significant pain for their youngster. So you know the positive side is it's not life threatening, but it's going to be a challenge they're going to have to continue to work through. Uh, you know they mentioned that their hearts are broken, so please pray for yeah. pipeline for their six-year-old for continued health and, and, uh, and for the good Lord's guidance over that young man. Uh, well, I say six-year-old, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. So over there, six-year-old shorty, as they go through this, uh, this process here. Yeah. And, you know, we both got little ones that age and you think about trying to hold them back and hold them down and, and get them to understand that, man, we're with you thoughts and prayers. And, um, hopefully the packs down there and, and some others can come up with some creative ways to, to do some fun things and some, some, you know, some, some yep. interesting things that'll keep that, that little shorty's uh, attention and occupied and, and all those things. And I saw a great line from an F3 guy in the Twitter thread after this. Cause like you're talking about, you know, the men are going to rally around it. And the guy basically said, what do you need? We'll do anything. We have strong backs and fat wallets. And I was like, <laughs> golly, I love it. They're ready to uh, do whatever it takes to help their brother out. That should be something, maybe a motto for the foundation. Not bad, man. Strong backs uh, and fat wallets. And by the way, the 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 uh, the girth of your wallet is not determined about how much it's actually in there. It, it, what what they're really getting at is just right. that give it away, man. It's that, exactly. It, no, we're not talking about a Costanza wallet here. We're talking about <laughs> and a loyal friend. <laughs> You're sitting on a slant. No, <laughs> that's right. You got half a cow under there. Classic. All right, brother, uh, Pipeline, we love you. Uh, we'll be praying for you and Shorty, six-year-old Shorty, and, and know the nation is, uh, sends its thoughts and prayers uh, to you and your family. We got some great tea claps. Let's go to uh, a phone call first, and uh, we're going to my actual blood brother and the host of the new host, because Dunn basically gave it up to him. Uh, Good. Pick Take up something off your plate. That's right. Pick up the six podcast. Uh, you know him as F3 Atari. Call him with a tea clap from the Puget Sound. Nation COT podcast listeners, it's your boy Atari coming at you from F3 Puget Oh, wait a minute. This one's not my podcast. Hey, COT podcast, with a T clap to all the site cues out there, particularly all the new site cues out there. You know, I've heard a lot of real smart guys in F3 say that the site cue role is the most important role we have in our regions. And I want to just give a shout-out to the new site cues who are taking over. In particular, I'm going to give a shout-out to two site cues, two new site cues out here in Puget Sound. That's Moonshine, who just took over the Space Needle AO, and Glenn Gary, who just took over Seattle's Gasworks AO. These are two, as my brother Hello Kitty would call them, hard chargers. And these guys are the really building up a strong future for F3 Puget Sound. Really proud that these guys have taken over site queue duties. Just want to give them a shout out in the T class to Moonshine and Glenn Gary and any other site queue out there and any other new site queue taking over the reins and taking that responsibility. Way to go, you guys. I guess we got to go. <laughs> Uh, appreciate That's awesome. you, man. Just what a great name, Glenn Gary. Put Glenn Gary also coffee down. down. We got to get Moonshine introduced to Bootlegger and get the Moonshine things. to Bootlegger. Yeah. Uh, listen, man. You know, in 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 the ever evolving gloom and the ever evolving F three Nation, I think the role of site cues is becoming more critical and more important. Um, you know, I'm with you. Ongoing. 
um, whether it's either restrictions or, quite frankly, just the right thing to do for health and safety these days from a COVID standpoint is one thing. But then also from a safety standpoint, you know, we, we continue to harp on, you know, this continued pressure guys put pressure on each other around being as safe as possible we're getting into a time of year where it's darker people are more distracted that fog is in that you know there's a little dew on the car like all there's gonna be ice on the car soon there's gonna be ice on the roads the role of the site queue incredibly important to not only ensuring that someone's queuing and the workouts there but it's all this other stuff that comes with it so there's a good little underlying message in there from atari's phone call Absolutely. And you had mentioned something last week about I'm going to wear a reflective vest in the morning. Will you setting that example? And then our, um, our Nantan shut in here, yep. put out the Carpex Chronicle, I guess it was last week. And although shut in's not a loyal listener, I'll call him out right now. Um, but he put in some other helpful tips and reminders about, you know, crossing the road as a group, not exercising, not dropping and doing burpees in the middle of like, you know, the yep. entrance to a parking lot. Cause it's like you said, it's, it's a lot darker now when we're out and um, it's dark That's the right. entire workout. Right. And it's, it's, it's critically important that there is at least one voice amongst the packs at every AO every single morning that is doing that. Uh, yep. We've, we've instituted two trying to, you know, grab a, grab some kind of a waist belt or something and somebody have a phone. Always have a phone. Um, if you, especially mm-hmm. if you're straying quite a ways from the cars, you know, there's just lots of little things that can easily be done and easily become habit and then easily set an example for when you pass that flag on to the next site queue that takes over that AO that it's just SOP right yep. at that point. So totally agree. Totally agree. A few more T claps to get to because the men are doing what they do, which is just leading. And uh, F3 Lexington KY, Kentucky, uh, they had this Bless the Rains Ruckathon. So they wanted to support their brother, whose name is Toto, thus the Bless the the Rains. Beautiful. Here's what these guys did 24 hour period, 250 plus combined miles rucked over 24 hours, 82 plus combined hours of rucking, 4,500 bucks raised and counting to support Toto's family, 29 miles logged by Lansbury, Lansbury, 29 miles coming in strong, and the age range one to 71. The age range of Rutgers in 2.0. One to 71. A one-year-old out there. Rucking a gosh darn knapsack. Good job, (laughs) youngster. I love it. So great job by the guys of Lexington who must be on fire after FD Louisville. You know, it's just carrying over. So we'd love to see that. How about F3 Harrisburg? And disclaimer, Harrisburg, North Carolina, not Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Uh Always have to point out. And uh, we got a tweet that said, hosted the Millennium Race, a 15-mile trek across Harrisburg, NC, with 10 stops for 500 reps of various ex- various exercises while carrying 50 LBs hmm. last Saturday the 14th. 50 ruckers collected 1250 bucks for Cabarrus Victims Assistance Network. So a T-clap to those men for getting nice. after it and giving it away. Good and job on carrying 50, man. 50 is no, no bro, joke. No joke. A little 30 sometimes feels heavy. <laughs> plus plus reps and stops. I mean, that's a, that's a seesaw if I ever heard one. Yes, sir. And I'm sure the folks at C-Van, Cabarrus Victims Assistance Network, were grateful for the donation you guys made. And then also, how about the men of Knoxville, Tennessee? It said last week they were notified a lady with cerebral palsy who needed her garage cleaned out, porches power washed, and Christmas decorations put up. Well, who sprung into action? Uh, of course. The elves of F3 Nation. Uh, who got it done for impact with love. And so just,
just a T-clap to the men of Knoxville for taking care of a member of their community. Is that impact with love their organization or an organization they support? I don't know. I think they're just impacting with love. I like that phrase. Either way, I like it. Yeah, that's awesome. Good job, Knoxville. Yep. Uh, what's your Christmas light situation look like? Are, are you up or we got up a week early with, with this year, with this dang year. So <laughs> we are normally, we are normally this week early. You get it. You get it this year. We, we are normally about the week after Thanksgiving we because we are typically in the mountains yeah. this week. Um, if we've somehow, as I mentioned, you know, started off the show, if we don't, if we don't venture out, um, Clark's coming out of the attic with <laughs> boxes of bulbs. Um, and I'll get all the, all the accoutrement and put the on the same. house and the columns and the mailbox and the, and uh, the, inflatable the inflatable nativity, which is my favorite thing in your yard. Yeah. The inflatable nativity. Um, except <laughs> I got to figure out how to get in there and change a bulb. I think I lost the star David last year. Well, that's an important thing to have or else they can't get there, man. I know, man. It's I mean, the they can go on that brings hope. them home. They can go on hope alone, but without that star, without that North star of David yeah. to lead them, they're just out there walking. They'll find their way. So, yeah. So I may get after it this week if, if we're here. And if not, then it'll be next week. Uh, because you, you have, know what? Working from home, quote unquote. You got nothing but time, bro. I'm going to put it all up during the day anyways. And, yep. you know. Yep. The so. girls the girls ambushed me and said, listen, old man, this year has been a year. And we want Christmas a week early. And so I was uh, quick to oblige. And we got the decorations out. And the tree is up. And. We don't go overboard. Uh, I kind of want to put some more lights up. I did some coming up our walkway, you know, coming up our steps. Do it. And it needs a little you go nuts. Of any I, you know what I really want to get is this inflatable baby Yoda with the Santa hat on. <laughs> I might have to go look for that. This is the way. That's awesome. Right, I yeah, I mean, ours, ours usually coincides with coming back from the mountains. I'll right. go cut down a couple of North Carolina Fraser firs. I've always been like December, right? December is yeah. the point. But Throw again, this year – we're going to have a uh, Christmas giving or thanks Christmas or whatever. Either way, my man, I know you have a health themed quote with Rapido, which I think fits nicely into this. Well, given that we were having Bones on today, and thank you again, Bones, for Heck yeah, being an integral part of the show week in and week out, as well as live and in quasi studio today. Yep. Um, where did it go? There it is. Okay. Ill health of body or of mind is defeat. Health alone is victory. Let all men, if they can manage it, contrive to be healthy. Oh, I like that. Thomas Carlyle. Thomas Carlyle. Who the heck is Tommy Carlyle? Not even a clue. Thomas Thomas Carlyle was a historian, British historian, satirical writer, writer essayist, translator. Oh, he's a Brit. He's fine. He was influenced by Bill Shakespeare. Is that Bill Shakespeare Bill over Shakespeare there? Shakespeare over there? I can't see you well. All right, um, let's one more time. Ill health of body and or of mind is defeat. Health alone is victory. Let all men, if they can manage it, contrive to be healthy. I like the ill health of body or mind. Exactly. Right? That's, that's part of why I picked that too. Part, and I know that's why you picked it. And you, what, read me that. It, it, ill health of body or mind is defeat? Is defeat. Health alone is victory. Yeah. Let all men, if they can manage it, contrive to be healthy. I mean, this is this is part of that continual get right. You know, you've got to make a decision as it relates to where your health is going to be, because without it, you, you you got not much left to you. And and that doesn't just start with the heart and the body, but it travels all the way up to that neuro system up top. Right. And, and I think it's where important. Those emotions so, are processed too. Something that I've learned over the past few years, and F3 is responsible for this, is the notion of 
being physically healthy and, and fit and nutrition is pretty much standard. I think that's, I mean, I can remember all the way back to the getting my red and blue patches in the presidential, yes, um, what is it? The presidential fitness oh, program yeah. that you had in elementary school. Reach, so that's doing that sit and reach, Bo. The sit and reach. Yeah. The V sit. Yeah. Yes, um, and the little pegs on the wall. I just wanted to make the, president Bush proud. The first yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah. That's 41 that as a kid. Herbert. Um, but I was, what I was trying to say was of, of body and mind, the the mental health capacity for men and for men to be vulnerable to other men, to talk about those things and to help be part of a movement and a process to try to erase that stigma, um, is, is really been the, one of the more powerful, impactful and influential things. Um, I think F3 is, is doing in my life and, and I'm seeing it doing in others as well. And so, I, I I pulled that quote as well because it specifically mentioned the mind. And I think thus the want and desire to ensure that we can get this to as many men as possible. So how about this guys? Here's a challenge for you. Look, we talk a lot about the ins and outs of F3 nation. And this show is if you're not an F3, you might not get it, but maybe a guy will get some of it. So mm-hmm. share, share what we're talking about here with your friends. Hey man, you know, I've been inviting you to F3 a little bit. Well, just, just listen to this, get a sense as to what we're doing. Um, and see if it can't spark a little bit of interest. And you're right that that ability to 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 bring the walls down, to bring the to to yep. bust up these stigmas, it's incredibly powerful. And, and to be a part of that, all of us, all of you guys listening, a part of that, um, that's a big responsibility. But it's one I know that we are confident that we can handle as we move this thing forward and continue to grow and share this news of the F3 Nation to again connect us to something that is way bigger than each of us individually. Yeah. Cause Lord knows we all need it right now yes, sir. more right than now. ever. Absolutely. <laughs> My bro. Um, if I don't see you over the next few days, uh, have a happy and a healthy Thanksgiving with your family. Thank you, brother. You too. And you won't because I'll either be here quarantined in my house or I'll be in the mountains. So there, you go. So there it is. <laughs> there she is. And to you guys across the F3 Nation know that the uh, we joke around on this show. We have a lot of fun. We talk about serious stuff. But uh, the gratitude that uh, that pours from our hearts for you guys, for coming along this journey with us, for listening, for sending us your questions, for sending us the content. I'm so incredibly grateful uh, for you, man. And when we tell you we love you, you know we mean it out of full sincerity because that is the God's honest truth. Absolutely. Guys, be good. Be healthy. And uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving week. We got to go. Love you. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter at F3 Nation and follow our show at F3 COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodis, 39. Hello, Kitty. And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 37. Rapido. And this has been the COT Podcast. Yeah.